Welcome to the Real Estate 401k Show. Here are your hosts, Ryan Gertis, Mike Weinstein, and Justin Frederick, helping you build a legacy of wealth through real estate. Powered by the Real Estate 401k Group at West USA and the Frederick team with Fairway Mortgage and MLS number 625918. Welcome back to the Real Estate 401k Show. I'm your host, Mike Weinstein, alongside Justin Frederick and uh, Ryan Gertis. I'm going to turn on the little timer thing here so we don't go too long here, if that's okay with you guys. You have our permission. Yeah, all right. All right. Anyways, uh, you know, what are the things that, you know, working with investors and with our stated mission to help our clients build a wealth, you know, build wealth through real estate is trying to remove as much emotion as you can from the home buying purchase. And one of the things and one of the exercises that that I like to do with my clients is just understanding that if we're going to buy property A here, one day we need to sell this thing. And so what you're buying now is going to help you sell it. And so I, I came across this listing down in Tucson. We could probably start with that. That's probably half the problem right there, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's Tucson. Um, I don't know whether or not to feel bad for them or just continuing to smite them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So here is a truly, truly a one-of-a-kind house in Tucson. List market List price $432,500, built in the 60s. Uh, but here's the kicker. The entire house is basically made from glass bottles and rock. The inspiration from the guy who built it, who is no longer alive, was he just really liked the, the Mayan, the Aztec flair from down in South America and wanted to build a house. And only in I, Tucson could you get away with this I call thing. I call that bullshit because you know what <laughs> happened? He and his buddies were so pissed that they lived in Tucson, <laughs> they just started drinking. And then they were like, look at all these beer bottles we got left over here. Let's, you know what? I got an idea. <laughs> we're going to build a house out of all these here beer bottles that we're spending We're going to drink enough to build a house. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and now it's time for an extension. So, boys, we need to drink more beer. <laughs> I don't know. I, I You know, the, the, the issue that I have with this particular house is there's obviously – a very, very small, if any, market for it. You could get caught up in that it's one of a kind. Now I live in a house, and and I can't even imagine like how the how it works during the summertime there. Yeah. I can only imagine that the bottles are just magnifying the heat. It's they they have to. Uh, but how much rock is around it? We haven't seen a picture of it, but I'd really like to see what it actually looks like. Oh. I, I mean, smushed in a bunch of mortar, and you know, who knows? Um, but they, they wanted to, much, yeah. they wanted to show the color of the glass, right? Yeah. Um, so obviously, the glass is sticking out. So, I mean, it's got to magnify the heat. It's got to. Well, if you are interested in this home, we'd love to help you buy it. We're not going to recommend you buying it, but we'll help you buy it. All you got to do is <laughs> text the word one. No bottle. How about bottle? To 623-AZ-RECON. That's 623-AZ-RECON. You can uh, just text the word bottle. But, Ryan, going through the process now of, obviously, especially for resale value investment purposes, this is not necessarily a house that I would want in my real estate portfolio unless there was some sort of tourism aspect to it, unless I could generate some sort of income 
But what are the things that we need to consider when we're buying a house, understanding that one day this house needs to get put back on the market? Well, th- this really boils And do you down. like this house? I mean, do you, you, you're shaking your head like you want you want to... And I'm not going partners with you on this one, no, just no, so no, you no. know. That's fine. That's <laughs> I'm telling fine. you right now. I, I, I would want to see it, but as we all know in Sales 101, you never sell the steak. You got to sell the sizzle, right? And so if there was an element of it that really either inspired people or there was some type of architectural or artistic, you know, uh, value to it where people are like, oh, you know, that's, you know, that's a work of art and it's only going to gain value from that, from that approach, then I'll look at anything, right? Because um, to me, it all boils down to the numbers. So if I were to get over there and, and you know, there, there's a big buzz about it, then, I mean, who's to say, right? Because... I mean, from, I wouldn't live there, <laughs> but <laughs> but if somebody said, you know, uh, that that's that's really a work of art, and and they wanted to pay me for it, then who am I to who am I to tell them no, right? But yeah, from a from a foundational standpoint, like I gotta I gotta sit here and wonder, like, what if a glass breaks? Right, how are you gonna replace what, that? Yeah, how do you, how do you replace them and 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 how do you uh, get permits for any of those any of that work that you want to get done to it? There can't have been permits on this there, for sure. There, there can't. You said it was built in the '60s, right? Yeah, it was built. Yeah, it was built in the '60s uh, by a uh, Theodore and I guess Miletus Miletus Bryson. Well, we weren't even a state for that long before that place was built. You're not wrong. I know. No. I know. And so the moral of the story is there couldn't have been a whole the, – you know, the Register of Contractors probably didn't have a huge presence in that time there, it would, would be my guess. And and so somebody said, well, you know, I can get away with it, and let's go ahead and do it. And, uh, you know, I, I, gosh, man, I'm, I'm at a loss for, for where to find value in it because it, if it's being listed for 400 and change – yeah, four thirty-two-five. I, I gotta, I gotta imagine that they're just pulling a number out of thin air. I mean, the best news about it is it's on a hundred and ten thousand square foot lot. Mm-hmm. So we're dealing with what two and a half acres. Yeah, you like could that? sub subdivide that and build another glass house. Yeah, or, or bulldoze it. And, and it's like a Billy Joel song, a Billy Joel <laughs> album, right? <laughs> what about the lending side? So, so what I mean, goes through your mind when uh, we submit a loan and? It's and, glass bottles. And glass and bottles. Because I, I want to just send this to, just for shits and giggles, I want to send it to our appraiser, and I want to send it to our insurance guy saying, hey, we're buying hey, this. What and see, this what they, see what they say. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to know what that is. $5,000 <laughs> appraisal. So I was curious, too, when we read the article, I actually text my underwriter, and uh, she's like, I'd like to see some comparable. I don't, Kelly, I don't think there's <laughs> well, any comparables do you think there's no on this comparables one. to this? And uh, what goes through my head is I just don't see this being – financeable through any type of loan product that that we carry uh, in in quality mortgages. Um, you could probably find some sort of private money on this. I was about to say, I don't think our, I don't think certain lending is going to, uh, you know, our hard money outfit is going to hook us up on this one. Right. No. <laughs> They're going to laugh us out of there and pull our line of credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are dumbasses yeah. and we don't ever want to do business with you yeah, again. Absolutely. I mean, not. I think it's cool. It's on two and a half acres. Um, and, and like Ryan said, you know, what if there is some sort of value? Maybe short-term rental value in it. Do you want to come stay in a rock glass house for a couple of days? 
Um, guess, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. The Airbnb, maybe there's an Airbnb market yeah. for it. Um, I, I'm sure it would be popular on to, to look at on the app. I don't know if people would book it, but hey, honey, look at this. Oh, I think I, I think somebody would book it. It's just a matter of whether you would get enough bookings. I mean, there's just there's enough eclectic short-term rentals out there that people like to book. People like to stay just in, in you know in the weird just to check and, it out too. Just, yeah, check things out. But you know, going back to we're, we're you know going taking a look at a house and understanding that one day this house needs to put be put on the market and and I think that is part of the decision making process you have to think long term in case in point the very first home I ever bought uh, the late great Mark Arns which was our broker and our mentor at the time uh, and I had this option it was a two story remember trend homes yeah yeah it was a two story trend home. On the 13th fairway of the Western Skies Golf Course in Gilbert, and so the downstairs there's no bedrooms, and but there was a big closet, and all the bedrooms and bathrooms were upstairs. But I had the option. I remember for like ten thousand dollars to go ahead and upgrade the downstairs closet and turn it into a third half bath, and and he just he he explained to me. He said, you know, in our market, and this was this was decades ago. He says, you're always assuming that when you go to sell this house, you're probably selling it to, or you could possibly be selling it to a single mom, couple kids, and that third bathroom, yes, it's going to cost you $10,000 today, but it's going to add tremendous value to the home and make it a lot more appealing and a lot easier to sell on the secondary market. Well, for sure, but I, I think we're talking apples and oranges between that one because that's a that's a matter of function versus this house made of glass. Oh, I've moved on from the bottle house. Oh, well. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> we're talking working, about we're, we're working with buyers. What are the things that we need to consider oh. when we're taking a look that one day we're going to put this house on the market? What are the things you should stay away from? What are the things that you should invest the money in? What are the things that you should be looking at? Well, it's it's obviously the things that are going to be more difficult to put into place after the fact. You know, and so when we're talking about that bathroom there, it's not just, you know, hey, there's $3,000 worth of bathroom fixtures here. There's plumbing and electrical and drain lines that need to be that need to be installed from the get-go, from the ground up in order to make that, you know, in order to really make sure that that the work's done right and because original work is always going to usually outlive and outlast remodel work unless you're just doing a full gut job, right? And so Case in point, just the other day, we were looking at some properties, and it was $4,000 more to, act, to add an extra full bath to one of the uh, bedrooms to make it a full ensuite. And I'm talking to our buyers, and I'm like, hey, look, this $4,000 is going to triple the value of the home the day that you close on it because $4,000 for a, for, a ba- for a full bathroom is nothing, right? I mean, it's, it's very, very minuscule compared to what the returns are on it. And so, yeah, absolutely, we had to we had to follow through on that because they know that they're going to have more kids. And upstairs, there's only one bat one bathroom and three bedrooms. And I'm like, well, one you know, instead of you know having the one kid, you know, when you down the road when you have three, you're going to wish you're going to want that extra bathroom. And when we're dealing with a more luxury line of home, you have to have those extra bathrooms, right? And so even going back to this glass bottle house, there's a there's a there's a local agent uh, here in town, and she it's wall to wall urinals, uh, there's <laughs> bottles everywhere. 
<laughs> she does remarkably well with the unique and different. And and that's all that she focuses on because her mind just doesn't think in the inside of the box ever. And so people that are really wanting the weird and eclectic and the unique stuff, they go talk to her because she has an eye for those kinds of things. And she has been able to prove her value in, in that space. And so maybe for her, she'd be able to get that onto like some historic registration or some, mm -hmm. you know, registration that, you know, gives it some artistic value that would that would appeal more to the to the you know, retail side, but for but for our ten, intents and purposes, when we're looking at homes, particularly new builds, we're able to we're able to get a lot of those yeah. things for nickels on the uh, nickels on the dollar in order to have them put in from the get go, rather than having to do a full gut remodel and add additional functions. Well, let me ask you this, Ryan. Uh, you know, you're talking about new builds. And, you know, for me, you know, especially on the resale market, people get caught up in the color, the things that you can change. They get caught up in the, the color of the paint. They get caught up in the color of the, you know, the carpet and countertops. But those are things that you can you can always change without doing major structural updating or upgrading to the property. But when you're buying a new build and knowing that one day, you know, for me, I try to eliminate all carpet that I can from rental properties because you're going to always be replacing carpet. If the time comes, it's time to replace the carpet. For me, it's worth putting in tile or some sort of, you know, laminate that, you know, quality laminate. Sure. But from the new build perspective, is it is it a good idea, a recommendation to just start from the ground up and say, I want to, because most new builds, all the bedrooms are going to come with carpet. And so there's going to be a premium to update that now at the time of construction. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like our our attorney friends, and I'm gonna say it depends, <laughs> right? So some builders are gonna come over there and give you really good deals on these on these different upgrades. Most of them won't, and so you in most instances it's better to close on it, have them put in contractor grade carpeting, and then rip it out before you even move in and put in what you want. So the upside is, is you can move in with a lot more equity, something that you want, that's something that's going to last longer, et cetera. The downside is, is that you can't finance it. I mean, you might be able to through the actual you know, supplier and through the contractor, but you're going to do it at a rate that doesn't really make sense. Um, but for the most part, that's cash out of pocket. And just closing on homes is you know, typically a lot of cash out of pocket, and then of course, you know, you have moving costs, and particularly with new homes, you're going to have landscaping, you're going to have fans, maybe window dressings, paint, you know, just other things that you're going to want to do before you move in that are going to take priority over it. But that those flooring costs can stack up really fast. Yeah. And, and then depending on how big the house is. Right. So you, you kind of need to, you know, like I said, <clears throat> it depends on what your current financial situation is, what you like, and what the builder is offering. Yeah. All right, there's a lot that goes into buying a home, especially talking about the exit strategy. It's something that we excel in. We'd love to have that conversation with you. All you got to do is text the word BOTTLE to 623-AZ-RECON. That's BOTTLE to 623-AZ-RECON. I know, Justin, on the lending side, you, you spent a lot of time taking a look at appraisals and, and things like that, and then you're also a very seasoned investor yourself, but it, to me, it, a lot of it just, it's, it's about bathrooms, 
It's about bedrooms and it's about kitchens. Those are, to me, the things that are going to give you that added value. Those are the things that I'm paying attention to anytime that I can build out a bedroom, you know, from the get-go, well worth it. I agree. Uh, I feel like kitchens steal it all. I mean... Kitchens are number one. Uh, number one. And and by far, I, I see properties that come in with beautiful kitchens and the rest of the house is a mess. You know, exterior is a mess, but I feel like kitchens steal all the thunder. Um, and that's how you typically sell uh, the the wife in the transaction, you know? Um, but, uh, obviously bedrooms, bathrooms are, I feel like upgraded bathrooms in the masters, such a big deal too. Um, but I, I just, I, I see all the, I always hear about the kitchens, you know, on the lending side, yeah. I always hear about the kitchens. That's yeah. It goes number one, kitchen, number two, master bath, number three, additional bath, number four. That's when you kind of get into flooring and then, you know, paint and all that you know mr paint job is the best salesman out there like they you don't necessarily make money on it but people walk in they yeah. you know, new paint job ah feels like fresh and you're new. removing barriers like what if i walk in and the first thing i notice is okay or the first thing i think is man i'm gonna have to paint this mm-hmm. house that now just becomes an instant instantaneous barrier for me mm-hmm. and, i agree and then a lot of a lot of mistakes people make is putting in pools now hardscape and pools you do get money back on you know softscape and landscape and whatnot those i mean you're lucky to see you know dimes on the dollar mm-hmm. um but you know if you're putting in a pool make sure that you're going to hold on to the property for a minimum of seven years you have to depreciate that thing out on your taxes and you're going to continue to lose value on it but then it kind of hits a almost a break-even point after seven years so if you're that person that just needs to have a pool to weather the 120-degree summers, then I get it. We have a pool, but we didn't put it in. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, if you're in the market for a pool, buy a house with a pool. For sure. It's definitely a better value. A lot of strategies go into this, and if you're thinking about buying a home, our job and our goal is to help you think about the exit strategy of that house, what is going to be the best buy, what's going to bring you the most value. would love to have that free consultation with you. All you got to do is text the word BOTTLE to 623-AZ-RECON. That's BOTTLE to 623-AZ-RECON. Thank you for joining us on the Real Estate 401k Show. If you want more information on how to build wealth, click on the link or text us at 623 297 3266. That's 623-AZ-RECON.